From the studios of Teeing It Up in the Thompson, Jersey, this is Teeing It Up with Jeremy showing for Friday, August the 3rd. It's August already. It's crazy. 2018. And um, sometimes when you book podcast guests, uh, you don't book them realizing that the timing will be absolutely positively perfect. And I am joined by Chad Coleman, who is the uh, longtime head of social media for Callaway and for Odyssey Golf. Um, and you, my friend, went viral yesterday for a video that I think you don't even uh, were a part of, correct? Because Phil's commercial for, for um, Mizzenin and uh, Maine, which is how I think you pronounce that um, uh, uh, sorry, company, correct? Um, yeah. Y- you were probably not a part of that because that was not a Callaway job, correct? Yeah, it wasn't really a, a Cali job. First off, thanks for, for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, you know, the world I work in, nothing really happens uh, on time or the way it's supposed to anyway, so I'm kind of used to it, but thanks for uh, being flexible. But yeah, I mean, it was, so we, you know, part of my job here at Callaway as well is working with um, a lot of our, our partners, and whether that's, you know, we've done spent separate uh, partner activations with like Traeger Grills and Red Bull and Vice Sports and all these, uh, you know, different media entities or, or brands in the past where we really tried to, you know, connect and, and kind of utilize both of our resources to amplify a message or create a unique experience that um, both of our audiences alike and it helps with us being able to get our brand in front of new, new consumers, new, um, new eyeballs, that kind of thing as well. So, um, that could mean anything from, you know, the kind of bigger partnerships to, you know, uh, people like Mizzen and Maine, who I reached out to whenever the Phil um, partnership was announced just to, you know, say, hey, just want to introduce myself and um, maybe there's a way in the future where we can help each other out, whether it's sharing assets from uh, Phil or if we're having a shoot with Phil and you guys need something, um, you know, we can try to gather that for you and vice versa. So just kind of starting the dialogue there between them to, um, to you know, introduce myself and kind of get those um, ideas going and see how we can help each other out. And so um, they actually had, I was on the phone with them last week and they were telling me about this and um, we had talked about ways where we could help from the Callaway, you know, from a Callaway perspective to help uh, amplify it and, um, and uh, so I, I had a little bit of advanced uh, knowledge of the video itself, which was, uh, as as you know, pretty pretty incredible. Uh, it's been it's been the talk of pretty much everything for the last two days, and uh, I just did a fun little spoof on it because when I was watching it, and it's like you know you kind of think about how some of some of the moves that he was some of the sick dance moves that he was pulling off in that video were. Uh, reminded me of you know the the Drake in my feelings challenge that's been going around for a while now too. So I was like, huh, I wonder how this would work if I dub some music over it and rearrange some of the clips uh, to to see how it would go. And it turned out incredible. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is insane. It's so funny because it's so perfect. It's almost like he was dancing to that song. Yes, um, <laughs> that's how perfect it was. And yeah, it. Uh, it went pretty crazy, so. Um, first of all, uh, 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 sorry, Chad's uh, uh, Twitter handle is at hashtag the full word Chad, and that's all one word. Um, 
And I'll be honest, Chad, I saw your uh, version before I saw the actual version. <laughs> That's funny that you say that because the more and more I post it and stuff, it, it seems like some people think that, that A, I created the commercial. Yes. And B, that that was the actual final one. Yes. Which, uh, isn't the case. I kind of assumed at that point that most people had seen the actual commercial before I put mine out, but it's gotten shared so much that I think... Uh, a lot of people are thinking that maybe it it was the actual commercial, but <laughs> either way, good good publicity for for Mrs. and Maine, and obviously uh, secondarily Callaway with our you know affiliation with Phil. Um, seven, eight, eight. Okay. Uh, to your point uh, um, on how this has been the talk of 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 golf social media and in some ways golf in general. Phil shoots 66 yesterday, fine opening round at a Firestone. The first eight questions of his post-round interview, I am staring at the, uh, at the uh, transcript right now, were, were, were about not his round and not Tiger Phil, but about the commercial. It is insane how something so bizarre and crazy and viral and and just way out of the loop of what Phil Mickelson would normally do um, would be the first eight questions of his post-round media conf- uh, 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 conference. I mean, that that just, I think, speaks to how fast this took off. Yeah, especially uh, especially considering um, the fact that, you know, the Tiger-Phil showdown was announced that yesterday morning as well. Yeah. Um, and it's like, um, you know kind of crazy to think that this commercial was trumping that news. I can't believe that uh, first eight questions were about it, but <laughs> yes. I think Phil probably, uh, probably expected it. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, his sister, Tina Mickelson, yesterday, who was cracking up about it, and she said that his kids were, uh, before it came out, were, were joking with each other, kind of taking bets on who thought that it would, who, if it would go viral or not. So uh, his family was, was also super pumped about it, and um, you know, it, you never see Phil in that environment, or you never see him, you know, do any sort of dancing whatsoever. No, <laughs> it's kind of the shock factor. Yeah. Um, one last thing on this. One of the questions Phil was asked was that um, was uh, was there anything left on the cutting room floor? And he said that there are, uh, were a few. And that they'll put them in outtakes potentially because they're pretty good. Any idea when and and if we'll see those outtakes? I don't. I don't know. I saw. Um, if you look at the Mizzen and Main Twitter account, they've been you know kind of responding to people and stuff, and they've they've thrown in a few gifs here and there of takes that weren't in the actual ad. Mm. Um, so it looks like that's how they're kind of using those, which is clips that were left on the cutting room floor that we'll we'll end up seeing eventually. Um, you know, one thing that I find interesting about, um, you and, and just to take a step back, um, here, um, the reason why I want to chat on, I, I, first of all, I had no knowledge of this ad or of this video. And as, uh, Chad can attest, we've had this interview set up for like a week now, basically. (laughs) So, so, uh, this was all before that, um, my background as to why I want to chat on is that I thought the Callaway has just been really, really innovative just in the way that they've gone about um, doing 
golf ads. Golf ads, as so many golf fans out there know, are you know can be pretty stale things or, or pretty generic things. And led by the Callaway Media Group, I mean, you guys set up a whole department just for this stuff. You've, you've kind of redefined what golf advertising can be. But the other part about that is that you've taken a lot of stuff that would only be seen in commercials and you've taken it to social media. You had your own show, which I believe, if, if I remember correctly, was called Chad's Tiny Studio. Is that right? Chad's Tiny Studio, yeah. Yeah, and, and they've done a lot of innovative things. And Callaway had been in the news previous to the Phil thing and uh, previous to the Chad thing because of the 30-second playing-through ad that was used during the Open Championship where literally Phil talks to the camera and basically uh, makes it... you at home. Yes, yes. And, and, yeah, and, and basically puts you into the playing-through ad. And for those who follow Chad on social media, you'll know that he goes to a lot of these ad shoots and... Um, takes a lot of this behind-the-scenes stuff that I, that I had never seen previously from Mad Shoots and actually uses them to further the Callaway brand. So um, let's take a step back for a second. What is your backstory as to how you became not only the social media manager for Callaway but became part of their movement to redefine what is golf advertising? Yeah, um... You know, I, I grew up in Arkansas and uh, went to the University of Arkansas, and I, I had grown an interest. You know, that was back in 2000, graduated in 2011. So, about 2010, 11, I really started to get an interest in um, social media. I was, you know, journalism major, was the marketing, and um, just, you know, it was about the time that it started getting. Um, a little bit more serious, in particular with brands. And I've been a, a golfer my whole life, uh, and all that stuff. So I, I recognized that there was some, you know, that there at that point was some opportunity in the in the golf space to do some, you know, some innovative things and try uh, to be on the kind of cutting edge of this what I thought would be a, a pretty big movement. And so it just so happened that uh, it's kind of lucky timing. It just so happened that at that time. Um, hire, uh, Callaway was actually looking to hire their first uh, social media person in the house and I got connected uh, through Ashley Mayo um, with them and uh, kind of the rest is history from there but I think you know we the Callaway brand at that point in time was not even close to where we are today no of pu- public perception and just the direction of our our marketing and our, our products and um, you know the same time that I came in um, we got a new CEO Chip Brewer and uh, Harry Arnett a new head of marketing so within like a month or two of each other uh, of me starting they they came in and I'll be clear that they've been the two uh, mostly responsible for um, for changing the you know the kind of perception of the Callaway brand and you know, a small part of that is our online perception and social perception, which, um, you know, I kind of took hold of. But it's it's not easy to, you know, to change people's opinions of a brand, right? So, like, if you think about, you know, people who thought of Callaway as kind of your, your grandpa's brand, clubs for, um, 
you know, older people, not very innovative, not for better players, not for younger, better players. Uh, it was a pretty stale brand at that time. And so we've done a lot of, we put in a lot of hard work and effort, obviously. And, um, you know, I think it, it's, I, I learned that, you know, to really change the perception of a brand, it takes a lot of time. It takes a lot, you have to be, you know, you have to be committed and, and it takes a lot of time to really change the minds of that many people. Um, and so, you know, obviously we were committed and we restructured our entire marketing division to where we do all of our content in-house. Um, and so when we started off, it was not very good, um, you know, the content that we were creating in, in-house, but, but it gave us the ability to be timely and topical and to be approachable to our consumers and to, um, you know, to really let them inside our brand and, and see how we operate and engage with them and be timely and topical and be the most accessible brand in golf, really, is what we were going for. So, um, you know, if you don't, you got to start somewhere, right? Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of where we started, and it's morphed now into, you know, uh, we have a, a whole entire Callaway Media Productions team with video editors and a producer and um, digital artists, and, you know, we're we're built now in a way that allows us to create all this content in a, in a way more timely manner. So the Phil playing through ads, for example, um, we utilized our production agency, Papa Truck Creative, um, that we work with for our like TV commercials and all that kind of above the line stuff. And they're incredible to work with super creative people. Um, but we actually utilized our video team in house. So we had, um, the guys from Taco Truck there kind of concepting the idea of the ad and um, and there to kind of direct it, but we uh, we utilized the resources of our video team, our equipment, our cameras, everything was done, um, you know, for we edited the spot ourselves and everything. So that, that commercial took, uh, that shoot took place just a couple weeks before it aired. So we knew we were on a tight timeline and we were able to, um, you know, that's kind of one an example of how we were able to execute something like that in a timely manner, um, as opposed to hiring a production company and paying a ton of money and um, having, you know, not much visibility to how it's edited and, you know, go back and forth and back and forth. We, we were able to do everything ourselves. So um, that was that was definitely, you know, an example of, uh, of how we can, you know, how we're, we can operate, uh, at that level for sure. Talking with Chad Coleman, who's the head of social media for, uh, Callaway Golf and, and for Odyssey. When you're on these shoots with players, what are you looking for? Because obviously, you know, the marketing side of things is you're not, you're not trying to promote a new product, you know, jailbreak or rogue or a new iron or, you know, a, or, uh, uh, sorry, brand new golf balls. You know, there's there's a specific mission as to what this commercial shoot is for. As the yeah, social the media the guy, what is your mindset as to what you're looking for during these shoots? Yeah, and a lot of times when I'm at the shoots, we're we're creating a commercial or something for a product that hasn't been released yet. So I really, I don't, I go, I don't go into it with the mindset of super product focused things. I go into it with the mindset of how can I bring our consumers and make them feel like they're hanging out with our tour pros for a day while I'm here? So, um, 
what kind of behind the scenes stuff can I can I deliver them that's different from just a picture of them with a camera in front of them and saying we're behind the scenes you know like, yeah. I want to really find ways to do that that's way more personal and way and connects way more so we've done um, funny you know Instagram stories of two truths and a lie uh, we did at one of our shoots um, where we asked our players to tell two truths and one lie and then have uh, people guess on Instagram stories which was the which was the lie, um, and then at our Phil shoot, uh, that happened to be the, the time that the whole Yanny and Laurel uh, debacle was going down. So uh, I filmed a video where I just casually walked up to Phil, and, sh- and he had never he hadn't heard it yet. And uh, so I asked him what he thought it said, and we had a funny video from that. So um, I'm looking for ways that I can, you know, showcase super kind of bite-sized content funny content personality driven pieces to share um because you know we have all these players that are here for you know we have them for the whole day and whenever they're not in front of the camera doing what they're doing for the commercial there's a lot of downtime and so i try to use that downtime to um you know to bring our consumers closer to the experience and help them get to know their personalities a little bit better too um, one thing that I find or, or have thought from the outside that would be very jealous is, is um, let's take the uh, jailbreak driver which came out last year, which I think was uh, a pretty insane smashing success, I, I think is safe to say. And, and I think Harry even said that it surprised you guys what the reaction was internally. When you're shooting commercials for that, the product's not out. You can't talk about it probably legally. I mean, you you know, you probably have to sign papers saying you can't talk about it. How jealous are you that you, Chad Coleman, the golfer, can't put that club in your bag yet? Yeah, uh, I don't really have to sign any papers. It's more just like, um, if I do this, I'm going to get fired. <laughs> <laughs> not really, but, you know, it's, it's pretty understood uh, within the marketing group here what we can and can't share from shoots, and I've been doing this for long enough now that, yeah. um, you know, and it's kind of tough sometimes because if I want to share a photo from an ad shoot, i got to double, triple, quadruple check that um, that I there's not, like, a picture of the new driver in the background or whatever, Um and so, you know, that's, it's, it's kind of fun being able to, to keep that secret, you know, and, and it's fun to be able to watch because usually at, at those ad shoots, is, a lot of the time it's the first time that our players are getting to experience the product as well. Um, and so it's fun to, to see that. And, yeah, I mean, Epic was obviously a massive, massive success for us and the first driver that we introduced jailbreak technology in, which we believe to be um, – a truly game-breaking, uh, game-changing um, technology that allows golfers to pick up distance, and um, you know, it's not—it's not every—it's not often that you get to have a you know technology breakthrough like this in golf because um, you know it's it's tough to stay within the limits of the USGA and also um, come up with an idea that that actually delivers a noticeable uh, performance benefit, which jailbreak does, and so we saw. Um, you know, we saw the success of Epic last year, and actually Rogue is performing even better than Epic did in terms of sales. It's, um, we've been the number one selling driver since the month that Epic launched last January. So it's since January of 17, and Rogue has been number one this entire year. So um, it's been pretty awesome. And I think, you know, another thing is it helps from a marketing perspective. 
it makes our jobs easier when the product performs. Yeah. So when golfers are going into fitting bays and they're getting fit for drivers and, and Epic or Rogue is winning and it validates our, our story and it validates jailbreak and the, the story that we're, we're trying to tell, that's, that's when you have a home run on your hands because it's not just marketing hype. We're, we do the marketing to make sure that when someone goes in to test the driver or to buy a driver, that Callaway is at least part of their consideration set. And we're confident that if, if they give Callaway a chance when they go in to do that, that we're going to outperform anything else that's, that's out there. So, um, you know, those two things work in tandem. And, you know, in my unbiased opinion, we have uh, the best R&D team in golf, and they work tirelessly to come up with these um, ideas and ways to deliver, um, you know, more performance benefits to, to the golfer. And so it's fun to see everything align. You know, it's fun to see the product actually perform for golfers and then the marketing aspect of it um, come to life as well. So it's been it's been fun. We've got a lot of work to do, but um, it's uh, definitely been, been a fun ride. Two more for uh, uh, Chad Coleman here. Um, the first is a two-parter. When do you get to put the new technology into your bag and has working for a golf company helped your golf game? Oh, nice. Good question. Um, I will usually be able to hit it at least at like our ad shoots. Um, when there's downtime, everybody pretty much tries to sneak in uh, some, <laughs> some, <laughs> some product testing at those shoots and then I will uh, typically, you know, there's usually a day that, that we announce the driver or the, the clubs, whatever it, whatever it may be, um, to the public. So that's like the embargo date. And yeah. then there's, you know, a couple, typically a couple weeks in between that time as, and when the product hit, hits shelves. Um, so fortunately, um, most of the time I'm able, to, I'm able to weasel my way into some of the new product before it hits shelves, which is... Uh, Nice little work perk there for you. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I think I think in terms of helping your golf game, working on an equipment company, I think it's a blessing and a curse because um, you have access to a lot of um, different equipment and the ability to adjust that equipment. And um, literally every day in the office, you know, you have that kind of ability. So I think sometimes I, I get to the point where I overthink it a little bit. I'm like, ooh, maybe I should add like. You know, a little piece of lead tape to the, to the heel of my driver to get more of a draw, you know, to, to help me draw it and turn it over more. And right. Really, I just need to go ha- go out there and hit it and not uh, not worry about it. But, um, you know, it's I, I, will, I will say that it, I don't think that uh, we play golf as much as someone would think working in the golf industry. Um, you know, because usually on, on the weekends and stuff, you know, I like to spend time with my family, and um, and so you know, during the week with so much golf, 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 you know, for work that um, you know, it's not like I play four times a week, which I wish I could, but right. um, not that's not always how it works out. Um, f- uh, uh, final thing for uh, 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 sorry, Callaway plus Odyssey Golf, Chad Coleman here on. Uh, teeing it up, who has been so generous um, with his time after all the hubbub which he had yesterday. By the way, I would have to imagine you've gotten like 4,000 um, media uh, calls since yesterday. 4,000, 5,000 people looking for interviews for you. <laughs> no, 
Oh, uh, look at that. Look at that. I get the Chad Coleman exclusive. Um, you get the exclusive. Yes, you've spent a lot of time around tour pros, um, and and you've gotten to spend a lot of, of as you said, uh, uh, n- not uh, personal time, but downtime, um, you know, just, just not professional time, quote-unquote, with tour pros. What's the one thing that the average guy who just sits at home and, and watches golf on TV has no clue about with these guys? Oh, man. Good question. I think, um, you know, the main thing is that these guys are just as normal, like for majority, you know, speaking for majority of them, they're just as normal and, and personable as like your buddy that you play with on the weekend. Um, a lot of them are, you know, super like um, fascinated with with golf equipment and technology, and um, you know they ask. It's it's fun to see whenever we're at ad shoots or whatever, and um, they we're trying to you know we tell them the story of the product, and here's our new driver, here's what it has, here's the technology, and um, it's fun to see. You know, a lot of them are some of them aren't, but a lot of them are super curious and will ask a ton of questions about it and are they're super fascinated by the science of it and we usually have we have R&D people there on site um, to you know to kind of really fully explain uh, what the technology does and how we came up with it and um, what it's how it's going to benefit them and their game and you know it's fun to just kind of shoot the breeze with them and have fun with them and you know we're all out there for eight hours a day at the at these ad shoots and everybody gets a little loopy and uh it's pretty you know pretty demanding pretty demanding days so we it's fun to have you know some fun and um you know we'll have we have kevin kisner at a at our ad shoot last year and he was last on the list it was like four thirty, five o'clock and uh so we we uh went and bought some beer <laughs> and you know when he showed up kind of everybody had a had a beer or two and just uh kind of had some fun and um you know usually that's uh when we can find the best content too is have, get a beer or two in them and uh they'll start doing some fun stuff uh you know this interview is about to end chad um so i i just have to ask is harry going to be okay that that you said on worldwide streaming podcasts that you drank on, on the job <laughs> oh yeah, this is considered this is considered a happy hour. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I just don't want to get my new friend, you know, in in, in uh, hot water after his uh, biggest social media day ever. Because <laughs> oh, listen, it was it was actually it was Kisner's idea. So you know, ah, the, oh, okay. Now we're fine. Okay. Players want. Yes. Know? Yes. As long as the players are okay with it, everybody's okay with it. Um. That's that's the rule. Yes. That's the rule. Chad Coleman at hashtag Chad on social media and not the guy who is behind the Mizzen and May video for Phil Mickelson. Contrary to popular belief. Contrary to popular belief. Uh, first of all, thank you for finally coming on teeing it up, and uh, and 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 second, thanks for staying over the the, the uh, 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 time that I had proposed uh, had proposed in the email. I appreciate it. Uh, best of luck with the uh, new things coming to your family, as as people on social Thanks. media know, there's some big things happening in the Coleman household. So we're excited. There's going to be a, a mini mini hashtag coming soon. 
have you reserved the handle mini hashtag for the baby? I haven't yet. Maybe somebody's going to beat me to it and then hold me, you know, hold it out for ransom, make me pay, make me pay to get it. So I need to get on that. Uh, let's just. No, but my my uh, our our daughter that's coming soon. Uh, I have already created an Instagram account for her though. Okay, that's so, the, that that's good. I'm, I'm, I've got her name, her handle of her name locked in, so that's good. Mini hashtag Chad is not on, uh, has not been taken. Mini, uh, uh, and at mini hashtag, uh, has been taken. And a mini hashtag Coleman has not been taken. Perfect. So I got some options. That's what you're telling me. Yes, you do have options. Perfect. Okay. Love it. <laughs> hey, Chad, thanks again for doing this. I appreciate it. And uh, thank you all for listening to this edition of Teeing It Up with Jeremy Schilling.